You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 462. You've been Sherlocked by Mavericks. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to My Mac Podcast 462. The G-Men are back. Did we yeah. ever go away? Well, no, no not for a couple of weeks. No. Except no. <laughs> well, we got yeah, we got some problems coming up, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Yes, we've always got problems going. Yeah, yeah. Well, this time it's I was gonna say oh, you know what? I was about to say it's of our own making, but then how is that different from any other time? <laughs> Yeah. It's like, oh, no, it's always somebody else's fault when we have problems. <laughs> no, not so much. So how are you, Guy? I'm doing okay. I'd like to wish uh, for our U.S. audience. Uh, of course, you won't be hearing this until later, but I'd like to wish all of the fathers that listen to the MyMac.com podcast a happy Father's Day. And well, why are you listening to this show instead of spending time with your family? Probably because they're not listening to it until after Father's Day. Ah, well. Yeah, that'll, that's true. We we you know we kind of celebrate Father's Day in the UK. I but don't. Not today. But today, yes, today. Oh, today. is it? Because yeah. I know that your Mother's Day is different from ours. Yeah, but the Father's Day is the same because obviously the uh, the card companies want to want <laughs> a certain time when they could spend lots of get lots of money in. For, uh, am I a cynic? No. 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 Not at all. No. Uh, we do, we don't. Um, I I don't care for it. <laughs> <laughs> our family doesn't care for it, and so our fathers don't get the benefit of it. <laughs> oh, okay. Poor, poor and neither, do I. and neither do I. But there you go. That's 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 just me. Oh, get that I am. <laughs> well, uh, real real quickly, but, let- but but I agree with you. Yeah, happy Father's Day to everyone, and um, yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm glad you're having a nice time, guy, because I know that you were traveling around for Father's Day. Yeah, we went down to see Guy Junior. And uh, we'll be seeing him again next, hopefully next Friday. And uh, actually, let's let's go into that very, very. Now, this is what's going on, folks. Next Friday, which is uh, what is that? June twenty first, I think. Something like that. Okay. Whatever, whatever next Friday is from today, which is June sixteenth. My wife and my son Peter and myself were we're driving down to uh like central east florida uh you know besides doing the the typical and and actually we're not going to any disney parks we're we're going to universal studios to universal studios parks but we're also i ha- also have some relatives that live in like the daytona ormond beach orlando area so we'll be visiting with them as well that we're cool. going to stop and see guy on the way down and he was originally supposed to go with us but he signed up for uh, three classes during the summer to kind of get caught up from, oh, let's just say some mistakes he made in the first semester of his freshman year in college, where none of those particular classes counted. But that's a whole other story, too, that I'm not going into because it just gets me angry when I think about it. But um, he didn't realize that those three classes weren't in the same session. So originally it was going to be all four of us going down to Florida, but because Guy is is going to be only has like a two or three day break between 
the first summer session and the second summer session, he can't go. So it's just going to be uh, my wife, Tracy, myself, and my son, Peter. But we'll, we're going to stop by and see Guy on that Friday as we're heading south. But he, we may not even be able to do that because he may be going to Pennsylvania, like anyone cares. But anyway. <laughs> Movie. Sorry. Oh, 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 now, what this basically means as far as, you know, the whole reason why I've gone into this whole long Sorry, guy, stupid story. Oh, oh, really? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. There, get up. Um, I'm not going to be on the show next week, but Gaz Yay! is... I mean, boo. Boo! But Gaz is going to take it over, and he's not quite sure what he's going to do yet, but I'm sure... I'm sure Yay! Boo! Boo! It's going it's gonna to be great. Uh, the problem actually comes it's the week after great. that. How can you say that? Huh? Well, you said it's going to be great. How can you say that? Well, I mean, it's, should it's, I put a caveat it, on that? It's going to be what it is. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, it, it, I'm sure it'll be at least as good as one of our shows together. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm glad you put the bar that low. Yeah. Well, you know, why? Uh, I, I I didn't want anyone's expectations to be to be too too high. Um, the the problem actually comes the week after that because gas can't be on. And I'll still be traveling back up from Florida. Now, my original plan was to put together like a best of show. But as time has been slipping away from me, I just have not yet had the time to, to put into it. So we may actually end up skipping a week. <gasps> <gasps> but yeah, Gaz and I were talking about this back. in amazement. I know. Uh You and I have been doing this show together since, uh what, 2010? 2009 something like that yeah i can't remember a while actually yeah yeah it's been a while yeah and we have yet to i think other than well no because we did one best of show in the early 300s but we haven't really missed that many weeks no so sorry about that but we may actually end up missing a week but just think it'll be that much better the week after that (laughs) (laughs) sure sure it will and we'll sure. make it double the length. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and the, the, the crazy thing is, now, I'm, I'm, we're getting ready to leave on this trip, mm-hmm. and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna drive. We're driving down in, in my car, my Ford, to get down there. Well, I, I just took it in, took it in for servicing uh, Saturday morning, yesterday. $1,200 to get an oxygen sensor replaced. 1200 Oh, and... Uh, mirror controls needed fixing, and there was oh, and an oil chain. But it was like God, twelve twelve hundred dollars. You know, I I could have bought a car for that much, a pretty damn good car <laughs> well, back actually, in the seventies th- for twelve hundred dollars. Called Top Gear, and oh that yeah, was one of, that was one of their uh, challenges. Once they they drove from Florida across to now, where was it? It was actually uh, the pl- um, oh, where had been hit by um, Key Hurricane. West. The in the U.S. from Florida, no, they they drove they drove obviously um, no not keep, no they went a long way they went through oh, several states. Oh, oh, you're talking about uh, New Jersey, New York City, that whole area. No, 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 no. They 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 drove west 
uh, pretty much, you know, as they obviously. Oh, New Orleans Florida. with Andrew? Hurricane New Orleans. Andrew? Yeah, the New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the, the tone of the program completely changed when they got there. Oh, yeah. Because um, you know it's a bit of a uh, comedy program and the tone just completely changed. And, you know, they were, I think they were pretty good the way they handled it, actually. But their, their, what they had to do was basically spend, I think it was a thousand dollars or something. Um, on a car and see if it could get them from Florida to New Orleans. Uh, so yeah, you're right. You could, you spent $1,200. You might as well have just bought a car and then drove down, drove back and then just got rid of it. And they just dumped it in the ocean. Yeah. Mind you, mind you, 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 the quality of the car might not quite have matched up to your current vehicle. No, probably <laughs> not. Probably not. And, and, uh, I, I was talking about it over in our, our G plus page. And it was like $1,200 to get my car service before we go to Florida. And all I got was a bacon cheeseburger and fart jokes. <laughs> but, but anyway, so that's, that's what's going on with, uh, with the show. Gaz will, will be flying solo or maybe with a, with a guest host, uh, yeah, next week. I haven't arranged anything yet. So yeah. And the week after that, there may not be a show. So anyway, um, my GoPro seems to be working guy. Uh, now I was I've been kind of following this on our G plus Google page, yeah. and I noticed that you had put something in there that you had actually uh, updated uh, the software on it, like you were talking about last weekend. Yes, I'd done the firmware, and um, somebody said to me, uh, the, "The the you and Rankin who'd put uh, did the um, the video for me last week. He did a, a global change on all of the you know the images." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> said to me, you really should be going for, you know, an image every second, really. It would, you know, it'll make it much better and, and probably a bit smoother. Right. Now, so that's thought, good. now, come on. Isn't that kind of what I said, too? You did. You did. But the problem I had was that I didn't think it would work because... It's because it came from me. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, the problem I had with that was the fact that the GoPro wasn't working when it came to... um the fact that two seconds, the imagery wasn't good oh, okay. enough. So I, I did remember what you'd said. And then when you said it as well, I thought, well, I'm going I'm to give the camera a go on one second shots. Okay. And I'm going to give it the full blast. I'm going to go, you know, we're walking a, a long walk. Actually, it was only going to be 11 miles, but we took an extension. We went on further and it actually ended up being about 14 and a half miles. Now, wait, before, now, is that 11 miles there and 11 miles back? No, 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 no. It's a 14 and a half mile round trip. It was okay, gonna, okay. Yeah. Well, it was going to be an 11 mile round trip. But we extended, you know, we added an extra three miles onto it. Right. Okay. Um, and I thought, I'm just going to give it a, a full bash. I'm going to see whether one, the, the SD, the 32 gig SD card that I've got in there can handle it. Two, whether the battery can last, which it didn't. I have to basically go through two batteries, which is not a surprise, really. It was no. about, in total about five and a half hours or so. Um, no, that's a long time for any camera. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I just wanted to give it a full testing on one second. So I imported the images and they were a lot. I think the firmware had fixed the problem I was having with the, um, with not the focusing, but the, uh, the light, you know, yeah, it was, you were, uh, yeah, were real dark. It was overexposed or underexposed. And, yeah. and it, it seemed to be a lot better. The imagery is a lot better. In fact, you can go over to Google plus because I've posted the, in fact, I've put it on YouTube. So really, if you're not a Google Plus member or if you're not a Facebook member or if you're not in Twitter, if you go to YouTube and type in Gazmaz, you should find my – I've got a page where I've got – I've only got three or four videos up there, and that's obviously the latest one. Uh, and you can watch it. And it's it's 14 miles, which took five, five and a half hours or so. 
uh, condensed into less than six minutes. Ah, so you were doing it at 50 frames a second then? No, 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 I wasn't. Well, yeah, actually I was. But (laughs) in a roundabout way, because what I did was I imported it into that software, which I mentioned last week, which is time-lapse. I think it's just called time-lapse. Um, and that, uh, I, I imported all the images into that piece, uh, of, um, uh, that particular application, which is really fast, actually. I mean, the, the amount of time it takes to actually import the video, or all of the images, you know, put them into some sort of order, because, you know, you can tell it to put them in date order, which obviously uses the time as well. Um, and then <clears throat> the exporting takes a little bit, because any conversion takes a little sure. while. But it does a really good, neat job. So I'm, I'm even more impressed with that particular piece of that software now. On that particular software, though, you've got the frames per second, which I put down as a 25. Um, I put it right. out now, also. Wait, now, 25 frames a second, that's the PAL setting? That's what you see on, like, so. a it's PAL 20, television? Well, it's either 24 or 25. Yeah, because um, for NTSC, which is up. here in the States, it's 29.97. Yeah, 30 or 30 frames. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 30 frames a second. That's right. And I, so I used 24, 25. I can't remember now. I think it was 25 that I used. And although it doesn't really matter that much, Guy, when you're doing video and you put it onto YouTube, because most people are going to watch it on the computer anyway. Right. So, in a you know, slightly it, it smaller does, space, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to make that much difference. It's really when you put in higher quality video and you're going to be watching it onto a you know European or American TV screen. That's when you get the issue. Anyway, that aside, I put it at 25 frames a second. I put it on 720p setting, and also it had got. Oh, I'm going to have to open it up the application up now because it had got. Let me just see if I can open it up, and I'll tell you what the, it says. Rate. And the rate is at the bottom, and you have 1x, 2x, 3x, 4x, 5x, 10x. Oh, and I think okay. That okay. speeds it up. So, in well, essence, actually, when you, you, in essence, well, when, yeah, you said, when you said 50 frames a second, it probably is closer to 50 frames a second because I used 2x. Yes. I, it. I doubled it. Yeah. Because I tried 1x, I tried 2x, I tried 3x. 4x was far too fast. 3x was just a little bit too juddery and a bit too fast and doubling it was you know at 2x was just about right um i put the quality is lossless um and it created the video and that's what you'll find on on youtube or on the google plus or even on my facebook uh, page as well they all link basically they're all quick links back to that particular video and uh it was really good we really enjoyed it we're kind of getting ourselves in fitness ready for the uh you know <laughs> the anywhere between 8 and 14 or even 17 miles a day for six days uh, wow. coming up in July. Um, so now, is that for charity or is that a no, competition? No, 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 it's, hol- it's guess, Unbelievably, it's a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> so let me see if I get this straight. I go to Florida and the beaches for a holiday, <laughs> and you decide to walk 14 miles every day. Okay, <laughs> I'll tell you what, Guy, basically it's a holiday where we get transported to, or all of our gear gets transported to the next bed and breakfast each night or the next hotel. Oh, okay. And, and we just do the walking along the coast. And like, we did it for the first time last year. Absolutely superb. In fact, if you go over to mailpostowers.com, you'll see my blog about what we did, and you'll see some of the pictures from that week. And if it's half as good as we, you know, as good a time as we had last year, we, we just have a great time. 
So well, that does just, that does make sense because that way you don't have to carry all your stuff. They're carrying, correct. and all you have to do correct. is get from point A to point B. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. That makes that we, makes more we're sense. doing it along uh, a, a, a heritage. I'm not sure uh, the southern part of the coastline that we'll be walking along is actually a world heritage coastline, um, but the the Cornwall Devon the Devon so it'll be the Somerset Devon and Cornwall coast is just a fantastic coastline. Is it's it the southeast so, or the southwest? Southwest. Southwest. Okay. Because I know Brighton weird. is like in the middle south. Yeah, it's on the south coast um, from yeah. much further along, yes. Okay. Much, further, okay. much closer to London. Much closer. About 50 miles south of London, Brighton. Right. Is, yeah. yeah. So we'll be go- – um, you may have been there actually. We will be walking past Plymouth at some point. Oh, sure. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. My wife and I went – because you know, I, I think I've told you this before. We went on our, our honeymoon to the UK. Yeah. And you know, we rented a car once we, we spent about four days in London and then we just had to rent a car and we would just go wherever it was we wanted to go. We had a fabulous time. Just fabulous. Just fabulous. Yeah, well, but you that, know what's kind of cool well, about that whole walking thing? You know, now that I'm starting to think about that, is um now you they, they basically take your stuff from point A to point B and then all you have to do is walk it. And but the the nice thing about that, instead of of you know being in a central location and having all your stuff there, is you would go like say it's fourteen miles, you would walk out seven miles, then you'd walk back seven miles. But you're yes. basically looking at the same stuff. Yes. Yeah. Whereas this way, you're seeing something new for the entire walk. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I am Absolutely. with you. And, I, I'm and, with and, you, brother. And, and last year, the, the scenery did change over the course of the, I think we just did four days last year, three or four, no, four days. Yeah. Four days walking. And the scenery over those four days did change quite dramatically. And as we get in, and, and, and I can see that the, uh, the coastline is, is changing a lot over this next stretch that we're going to do, which is, I think we've got a full six days walking this time. So we're going to be covering, you know, a little bit more. I mean, we did about, I can't remember what it was now, 40 miles, 45, 50 miles last year. I can't remember exactly. So it's, it's on my blog. If you go and have a look. Um, <laughs> Gasmask.com or is that yeah, Malpas? No, 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 no. That's Malpas Towers. Okay. Um, and, um, yeah, I, just, we're just looking forward to it. So we'll cover a lot of, a lot of mileage and, uh, we can, and plus, if we come across a secluded, beautiful beach, of which there are many along that coastline. Oh, yeah, sure. We are. shall just walk down, down and, uh, you know, enjoy ourselves on it. Um, sunbathing, of course. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, all of yeah, that. I guess T- TMI, TMI. Yeah. Too much all, information. <laughs> all of that. Um, processing was, of course, done on my Mac Mini, which occasionally did seem to be, you know, I, I, there were times when I was thinking, not that I could do with more RAM, because I think I've actually stuck 16 gigabyte of RAM into this thing, this this beast. That should um, be enough. That should be enough. But obviously, when you're doing video processing, uh, the CPU then takes a big hit. So, oh, yeah. Well, plus also what you're writing to. Can slow things down because I think yeah um, that's right. You don't have an SSD. You've got no, I don't. No, I don't. And half inch that, drives. That, that will make it. That will make it tire somewhat. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could be that that you know the the write speed to the disk. You know that the processor is basically just uh, um, filling up the channel yep. to to the disk that you're writing to. Yeah, I must admit the fans do kick in, so the CPU and the the um, hard drive probably are getting a little warm in there. They say, why don't you go take a walk, Gaz? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so should we pop over to mymac.com uh, recent articles? Yeah, we probably should. Do you want to take the first one or shall I? Uh, you take the first one. Quirky crossover iPhone case. This is a re- review by Sticky Vokes. It's As a rabbit fan. Miss Stokes to dying gas. Sorry. I'd forgotten. Sorry, Miss Stokes. As a rabid fan of wallet cases, I was delighted to review the quirky crossover iPhone 5 case. The case protects the iPhone and allows a few credit cards or business cards to be stored under the intersecting straps. Go and read the total write-up from Vicky, and she gives it a mymac.com Review rating of 7 out of 10. And next up is TechFan122, Mavericks. And Tim Robertson, David Cohen, and Owen Rubin discuss WWDC TF 2013. Oh, wait. No, it doesn't say TF. 2013, including Mac OS X Mavericks, iOS 7, the new MacBook Airs, and, of course, the new Mac Pro drool drool. Also on tap is a look at the Epson XP600 mail problems on the Mac and how much they hate, hate printing technology. I've heard that one. It's quite good. I haven't had a chance to listen to that one yet. Newer technology, Ministack Max. This is a review by Washer Eisenberger. Um, there are many types of products on the market that help you cope with your storage, DVD, stroke CD playback, or connection needs. You can easily go to a local store and pick up a few pieces of hardware, like a Blu-ray player, so that you can view movies, or a hard drive to store extra files of backups, or possibly a USB hub, so that you can meet your demand of USB connections. Or instead... You could use a product called the Ministack Max. The Ministack Max packs a whopping amount of hardware in a sleek aluminium body. Go and have a read of Asher's full review. And he gives it a MyMac rating for the product of 7 out of 10. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of companies that actually make um, like devices like this where it, you've got a hard drive inside of a small box and it fits underneath. The, uh, the Mac Mini. This is something actually you might want to think about. Uh, the, the nice thing about most of these boxes is you've got a, a single USB or a single Firewire connection to the box, and then all these other ports open up. So then you've got extra USB ports, extra Firewire ports, all this great stuff. So I guess the real question, and because I, I haven't looked at this one yet either, is whether the Mini Stack Mac Macs it's directly under the the new style Mac Mini, or is it is it still kind of? Based I on have the a old look. One? Well, I have seen. I'm, I'm sure that I've seen um, newer technology do uh, ones which match the newer version, but that looked to me like a similar size to the old uh, Mac yeah. Mini. When I had a quick look at it. Yeah, it kind of does. Though you know, honestly, that won't affect. I mean, that that's basically. But it doesn't affect. It, yeah, correct. Yeah, it's not going to affect the ports or how good it is or or how well it works. No, agreed, agreed. Um, Moving over to the (laughs) moving over to the G plus community, uh, we've we got a question from uh, if the face fits, Mister John Fitz Baptiste. He says, "Hi, guy and Gaz. 
Do you guys think Apple will implement the quick reply that appears in Mavericks notifications in iOS 7? I do hope so, but I'm a little bemused by why it's left out from iOS, where the majority of time we get our messages from our phone. What's your thoughts? Bits. And do you want me to, ju- want me to jump in there? Yeah, go ahead. First, my, the first reply fir- cracks me up. <laughs> Well, do the replies first, and then I'll... I'll okay, uh, okay. I'll uh, Paul Bartlett put in a reply. He says, Futz, at the moment when you get a notification on your lock screen, you swipe right, and the app opens ready to reply. Not sure how answering on the lock screen would make that any faster on the iPhone. And then he very quickly puts in, very sorry, Fitz, spelled your name wrong. Um, I put in something here. It says, I don't think that all the final features are set in stone, and I'm not sure how allowing you to reply to messages from the lock screen isn't a security issue. And Carl Madden had the last word. He said, could be fun, though, when your pal heads to the bar to get drinks and leaves his iPhone on the table. Yeah, I I, I was going to pretty much say a mixture of those replies, really, especially the first one, the fact that when you see something come up on your phone, you just you just go straight to it anyway, so it's just it just gives the ability on the Mac to be able to give those quick replies. So right, where you're already I, logged in. Yeah, I can't really see them making any extra requirements, and certainly if if it comes from your lock screen, precisely to what Carl says, yeah, you can pick up phones and start replying because it's you know you're, you've got the ability on the on the lock screen, and if you've got to unlock it, then you might as well go into the app anyway. So, not sure where your thought process was on that, um, John. I'm going to call him John. Yeah, go ahead. Because I'm not sure whether it's John Fitz or John Fitz or Fitzy John. No, it's Fuss. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he may have had something else in mind when he was uh, when he was writing that. So, yeah. If be. you did, let us know. Uh, we got some feedback from email from John Nemo, who was going on vacation with no Mac. And does this sound <gasps> familiar? <gasps> Apparently, some believe that John Nemo and myself are father and son based on lack of hair in our heads, but in copious amounts everywhere else. <laughs> so we'll see how John gets really on going I Mac-less. Really, I really so, don't want to know. Yeah, really yeah. well, believe me, I wish I didn't know. Yeah, it's so frustrating because I, I, you know what? No. no, 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 not going there. Oh, and if anybody, by the way, just jumping back to my video. Yeah. If anybody wants to know, because I got a big question from John in Google Plus all about my trip. He wanted to know, he pretty much wanted to know how I do up my laces. Um, but, but basically the dog in the pictures is our dog. He's a Jack Russell. He's 13 years old. And considering he's 13 years old, he's still got a lot of stamina, and his name's Patch. And he's depending on you, son. Or, as Mrs. G calls him, Patricus. Or just Patches. Patricus, because it's Latin, (laughs) isn't it? Ah. Sort of. Sort of. Patricus Doggius. (laughs) Barkius. Anyway, oh, God. that was full of my Mac stuff, that wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and just a little bit of weirdness to go along with it as well. Um, <laughs> I think that's it for this section, Gaz. You want to get yeah. us out of here? Yeah, okay, everybody. Stand by to stand by.
and we'll be right back with with dog breath. Thanks. Suze, what are you doing? Huh? Suze, what? what are you doing? John, take, take off those headphones. John, I can't hear you. What I'm, are you doing? I'm listening to the At Minute podcast. Leave me alone. Flabby in unnatural places. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back, everyone, to the <laughs> MyMac.com podcast. Stand by for action. Oh, oh, you know, you guys, we have such a good time doing this show. There's something screwy around here. <laughs> no, you're here, man. Now, last week... Oh, wait. I got one more here. Is there any insanity in your family? Yes. <laughs> yes, there is. Uh, last week, we... we can I, can yeah, I please. respond to that? Of course. No, sir. <laughs> Where's the kaboom? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, last week, we were talking about uh, WWDCTF and what we kind of thought was going to be our... Uh, yeah, what we thought was going to happen at it. And oddly enough... We're probably the first time since, uh, at least since Gaz and I have been doing the podcast, we were amazingly clairvoyant. <laughs> amazingly close. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I cannot stress this enough. We did record that show the Sunday yes. before yes. WWDCTF. We did not know what was going to be said. Uh, so real quickly, you know, just because we like patting ourselves on the back. Um, we knew that we, you know, we said iOS seven and, uh, OS 10.9 was, was going to be announced. And that was kind of a no brainer. Uh, I nailed finder tabs, but I didn't, I didn't even think about better dual monitor support. And, you know, the fact that they've added, uh, the dock onto it. Well, and actually, I guess, I don't know if it's for more than two monitors, but at least on two monitors, you'll have the dock two monitors. You'll have the menu bar. And I, you know, that, that makes dual monitor support about a billion times better. Well, plus the fact when you go into, you know, full screen mode, you can use two screens because you yeah. can go full screen with two separate apps on two separate screens. Whereas before you went full screen and your secondary monitor just went gray. Crazy. <laughs> it Crazy. just kind of died. Yeah. Um, I also didn't think about Siri and that maps would be built in. And of course they announced that. Um, yeah. we, I think yeah. we both thought. Yeah. I or think you to shoot your your mole. He didn't give you all the information, did he? Uh, no. He let me. I'm going to find him, and I'm already. Oh, there he is. Okay, I got him. Oh wait, he's still getting up. <laughs> he's down. <laughs> now we both hoped for better documents handling in iOS, and instead, what we got was uh, what's supposed to be better iCloud support, which I, I think you were alluding to. Mm. Uh, one thing that I think we both wanted was uh, multi-user login, which didn't happen. So nope. no multiple mail accounts either. Nope. Uh, we also believed that there would be much improved cloud support, and there was. We predicted no new MacBook Pros or MacBook Airs, and we were half right as new MacBook Airs were announced. Uh, we both wanted 
new Mac Pros, and we were right about that. Though I think we had that in the the maybe category, as I recall. Yeah, but I kind of, I, I, you had it in the maybe, but I kind of pushed you to say I think it's going to happen. Yeah, and uh, I even said that I thought that this was going to be the product that they were going to build in the U.S. And yes. I was, I nailed it. I did. Yeah. Wow. Did. Wait, hold on. Thump, thump, thump. That's me patting myself on the back. Um, we pretty much called it as far as iTunes radio, but so far I'm still yawning with indifference. Yeah, so am I, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I think I said that. I said if it's anything like what I've heard, then, you know, I'm not going to be that impressed. And it's exactly like we've heard, and I'm not that impressed. Yeah, well, I, but at the same time, now, I, I know that, that your daughters love, uh, what, Pandora, or what's it, what is it? Is it Pandora? Spotify. 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 Um, they kind of Sherlocked Pandora, didn't they, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, especially for, well, it depends, because Pandora is cross-platform, and this yeah. is this is only for Mac users, so there's still the, the majority of the market that's out there that could keep them going. But I, I, think, uh, I think it was very popular on you know on the iOS platform and it's questionable over whether it'll even continue. Uh let's see. What else did I have here? Uh the no way section we said there would be no new iPhone or iPad and we were right. Hey. Now the the weird thing was uh it, in our uh what was that called? Sure wish they would category. We talked about uh, a new iLife and iWork suite, and they did announce an upgrade to the iWork suite, but it's cloud-based. I mean, even to the point where you're taking images off of your desktop or in your Finder and dropping them, you know, kind of like what you do with iCloud now. And I wonder if that's kind of a shot across the bow to Google Docs. Yeah, well, kind of. Yeah, possibly. We'll see. But they, I think they're going to have to update their iWork apps as well to, you know, encumber what they're going to be, not encumber, but to encompass what they're going to be doing on the web as well. Because it's, yeah. it's all going to, it, it's still going to be aligned to each other. It's no good them, you being able to do stuff on the, on the web and not be able to see those full um, Yeah, collabor- collaboration. Well, not just collaboration, but to see the the results that you create on the web have got to be exactly you've got to see exactly that result when you when you open it up in either your iOS or on your Mac, of course. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, uh, the name of the show was that uh, you've been Sherlocked, more or less, and there were certain parts of the iOS and OS ten presentation that kind of had me go, "Ooh, you know <laughs> what." What's going to happen to certain programs based on on this announcement? And one of them was uh, iCloud Keychain, which I think is going to put a you know maybe not entirely, but it is going to put a hurting on uh, one password. You know, programs like One Password and LastPass. Now, I use One Password, and I love One Password, and it's questionable over because I mean, let, let's face it iCloud Keychain is is sure, right now as it's announced. I believe it's Safari only, and it's not cross-platform. So you, it's not like you can walk up to a PC in like a, a library or you know wherever it is you happen to be, connect up to your iCloud Keychain, 
and get to some other site that you have a password for, like you can currently with 1Password and LastPass. In that regard, those two programs have it all over iCloud Keychain. But however, if you are just working on your Mac at you and you've just got the one Mac or maybe a Mac and <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, I'm getting all ugh. you have <laughs> you have the one Mac in your house and a laptop, um, and your laptop is also a Mac, then iCloud Keychain is probably great. Do you know what, what guy? What? I I, th- I think actually this might have done the likes of one password and LastPass a favor. Oh really? Firstly, yeah. For, firstly, both of those applications do so much more. Oh, they do. Than what Keychain is going to be able to do, and probably what Keychain, what Apple want Keychain to be able to do. So the people who've got one password probably do so much more with it anyway when they see all of the extra capability that there is in there. And I think the people that haven't bought one password probably don't know what they should be doing anyway. So if Keychain is suddenly going to jump in and do give them better protection, then that's good for those folks. But it may actually also make them more aware they may then find out the limitations of just using Keychain and then go looking for a 1Password or LastPass That's a good um, point. application. So I don't think that um, using Sherlock on these applications is a word that we can use just yet. I think we're way off. I think actually it may have done them some favors by bringing the attention of using different passwords with different, uh, different uh, websites um, you know, for these people. And, and plus, I keep my Apple iTunes uh, password in there as well because I'll tell you what, it's so long and bloody complicated, I can't remember what it is. <laughs> so I have to, every time I have to get a, a download or something, I, I've got to pull that, that password because I've got no chance. I've got no chance. And, it, you know, it keeps all my software um, licenses in there because... Yep. I know eventually you may get some people who haven't bought anything outside the Mac App Store, but I think at this point in time that's probably a much lower percentage of the population than uh, than Apple would like there to be. So, and it keeps all of that, keeps your bank details in there. It, it, Credit cards. It just, they just do much, yeah, they just do much better job at storing that sort of data. So I think this will do, and as yeah. you said, this is only on Safari as well. So I... Uh, Right. And, well, now and, I don't know about also, LastPass because I've also, never used LastPass. And also, if it if it does it, you know, sometimes there are applications which need your password, and there are times when I occasionally sign out, or if you've got to reboot your phone, etc. So, is the keychain going to keep those passwords? I think not. What you're talking um, about, iCloud keychain? Yeah. Uh, it will keep the passwords that you tell it to, as long as you are within. Uh, Safari and Precisely. on your Mac. Precisely. I, you know, it does, it does, I think this is just going to make people more aware and actually it's going to do, um, the likes of those, um, applications a, a few favors. So I don't think we can use Sherlock on, on that. Next. Well, I, I, you know, be- <laughs> before, before we get off this, you know, I, and I'd like to say, I think we have both at one point or another chose, you know, chosen one password. As our app pick of the week, I mean, it is that good, yeah. and uh, the fact that it's not only is it cross-platform, but it's cross-browser 
It's, you know, you, you kind of link that up with Dropbox and you have all of your passwords held securely, no matter what computer you go to. So of course, then you have to remember your, your Dropbox account, but you know, I mean, you, you, you got to start someplace, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I think you're right that, that maybe saying that, that they've been Sherlock is, is maybe a little bit harsh. But now these next two programs that I'm going to talk about. Ooh, I've just been brought chocolate. <laughs> oh, oh, can you pass one of those through here, through to me? Well, there you go. Oh, thank you. Oh, that looks good. I want chocolate now. Um, <laughs> two of my, of my favorite finder utilities <clears throat> is uh, Total Finder which gives me a, a tabbed interface in the Finder and, and a few other things as well. And another program called Second Bar, which puts the menu, you know, the Apple Macintosh menu across the top of multiple monitors. I think both of these are, are going to end up being in big trouble because Apple is basically bringing that functionality and, and of a little bit more as well uh, yeah. to 10.9. And I'm not sure where people who either haven't heard of these programs, you know, why they would go to Total Finder if it's built into Mavericks or why they would go to Second Bar if it's built into Mavericks. So, yeah, I think these are two programs that may not be long for this world. Yeah, I think you might be right on those ones, definitely. And, it's you know, it's good to see that, you know, they've given the Mac OS some love. Oh yeah, people were really feeling that it was it it was getting a little bit um, long in the not long in the tooth, but you know they just weren't giving it the love that people thought it deserved. And then, obviously, with the new Macs that came out as well, which we'll talk about in a little while. Yeah. So I'm 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 quite liking the um, or looking forward certainly looking forward to seeing Mavericks when it comes available. It's just a shame that we'll have to wait, but. I suppose that's the way every year when uh, when they announce and uh, it's a later on re- replacement. Now, no cost was mentioned, Guy. Do you think they'll charge $30 or do you think it will be a free upgrade? Oh, I think it'll be the same as, as the last two, or at least, I'm sorry, the last three upgrades, which have been 29 at least here in the States, twenty nine ninety nine. Okay, here's my prediction. Okay. I think they'll do it free. And shall I tell you why? Sure. I think they are pushing as much as they can to get those conversion figures, the people that have actually moved from one OS to the next OS up as high as they can because they are always going on about that. They love pushing that figure that we've got a conversion rate from the previous OS of X percentage. And when you look at the competition, they're all over the place with their conversions. Well, not only that, but they're all over the place with their pricing as well. Well, absolutely. And they always bring that up. So it wouldn't surprise me if the next OS is free. And if anybody says to me, oh, yeah, Sarbanes-Oxley, they can't do that iOS, I'm just going to say one thing. Just one thing. Piss off. No. What what, what are you going to say? Google Chrome. Uh, You want me to tell you why I think it won't be free? Is that it? It sets up like currently when when we were talking about. Can I, can I just? Sorry, I'll just finish it off as well. Yeah. Also, go ahead. also, a lot of people say, "Why is this app so expensive when the damn operating system is only thirty dollars?" Well, if they take that part that argument away by making it free, they say you get it as part of actually buying the Mac. That's what you know. You can swing it a little bit more then. 
And then the apps can be priced, and you're not comparing the price of an application to the actual price of the OS. Well, I'll, I'll tell you why I don't think it'll be free. Okay. Is if you look at um, 10.1 to, I think, 10.5, basically the price was $129. And then for 10.6, 10.7, 10.8, they dropped down to $29.99 here in the States. If they had tried, let's say, for example, they that developing this new operating system has uh, cost them more money than they thought it was going to, so they want to raise the price to forty nine ninety nine. Well, the outcry, even though it's really, especially compared to how much you spend for <clears throat> other operating systems, unquote, uh, it, it's not really that much. But the fact that people are used to paying twenty nine ninety nine means that any price increase is going to be bitterly contested. So if they drop, if they just give it away, if they give it away for $0 and zero cents, they may not be able to go back and, and ask people to pay for it in the future. So I don't think Apple will, will just give the operating system away. Uh, the, the one advantage they've got, and this is the same thing with Google Chromebook, is that they own the whole package. So they can see the benefit of selling the complete package. And that's why I think with those other items I said, the other reasons I said, I think it could, I'm not saying it's going to be, but it wouldn't surprise me. If it came out, I'd say, I'd just say, yeah, told you. I I just don't, I I see make it for me. It's a common sense. It's a common sense process for them to do it. So if they did it, I'd just say, yep, I'm not surprised. So I, but I agree with you equally it wouldn't surprise me if they keep it at twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I think that's what they're going to do now. Well, one- I, I, yeah, I, I, I think they might just swing out of the bag because they didn't mention a price. Now I know that they. Well, they didn't mention I'm, a price for anything. No, but I'm, I don't. Well, they, they, no, they didn't for the MacBook Airs either, did they? Mm-mm. I just wonder whether, unless he said same price, can't remember. Um, but there again, they may not have mentioned the price of the OS last year when they had it at WWDC. So uh, I'd have to but go we'll back see, and look. We'll see. We'll see. Um, one thing that did surprise me is that the new version of Siri that will be working on both OS 10 and iOS 7 will rely on search information from Microsoft's Bing and not Google, which I think is, you know, a further step in the camp of, you know, we're we're going to start to walk away from from common services that are used by companies that are kind of screwing us. And so, you know, why continue to feed the monster that is uh, the Google search engine if you don't have to? And the same thing with uh, how they've been kind of pushing away from Samsung for a lot of the the parts that make up the the Macs and the, the various iOS devices, they're basically moving to other suppliers for those same bits and pieces. Keep your friends close. Mm -hmm. Keep your enemies even closer. That's a good point. So I wonder whether they're, you know, it doesn't surprise me. Actually, don't don't put all your eggs in one basket as well. I mean, that's... Is this going to affect Google? It will do. It'll affect them somewhat, but... um, you know, there's, there's politics and politics going on there. As yeah, well, well the Bing, Bing does not have 
you know, anywhere near them. It basically, if you were going to look at the market share of Bing as compared to Google, it's probably not far away from what Apple's OS 10 and Microsoft Windows is as far as market share, where, mm-hmm. you know, Microsoft or Apple is definitely the, uh, the, the, the low end of the, the seesaw in market share when it comes to, uh, to personal computers. And Bing is definitely in that same camp as compared to Google. Yeah. But, you know, a search engine, depending on the resources that the company that supports it puts into it, is going to be you know, just as good as as another search engine, depending on what it is you're asking of it. I guess it depends on the algorithms that are used by each company. Uh, but it doesn't surprise me at all that that Apple is moving away from uh, from Google and and moving away from uh, from Samsung. Anyway, uh, cool. real quickly, cool. let's talk about the new Mac Pro, uh, or and or depending on how much time we have left, uh, the new Airport base station. Now the, the Mac Pro, yeah, the ashtray. Yeah. Oh, oh my. Oh my. Goodly God, goo. I swear. <laughs> I saw that thing, and as soon as it did, it was like, oh, hold on, hold on, I need a napkin. There's this drool coming out here on the left-hand side. <laughs> Such a gorgeous machine. And, you know, I have to admit that the reality distortion field, in full effect, as I was watching uh, the WWDC-TF um, uh, presentation, and, and it cracked me up when Schiller comes out and says, can't innovate my ass. <laughs> it's like, yeah, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Phil. Yeah. Yeah, you're not playing to the audience there, are you? No, no. But um, it's it's a gorgeous looking machine. Uh, it's got very little in the way of internal storage. I, I think it, it just has room for a single SSD drive. But you can connect out of the box up to three monitors to this thing. It's got two graphics cards, up to twelve processors. Yeah, but not only three monitors, three four um, K monitors. Oh, that's true. I'd forgotten about that. Good call. Yeah, three four. K monitors, which is, you know, in essence, take a, a 1080p television set, multiply it by four, condense it down to the size of a regular monitor. There's your 4K monitor. So, you know, it's it's just incredible, the specs on this thing. And and basically, you need a lot of CPU power to drive those, I can assure you. Yeah, yeah. And and this, uh, and the, the, the wild thing is that the new Mac Pro is like, what, one-eighth the size of this beast that I have sitting here in this in this big little box here trying to keep it quiet so it doesn't spill, spill out over onto the My Magnagal podcast. So um, no prices were announced, which... I, I, th- I think it's going to be about 396,000 yen. Oh, oh wait, <laughs> What? <laughs> Somebody asked me on Twitter. They said, "What do, what do you think the um, the price of the new uh, Mac Pro is going to be?" And I said, uh, "They said, can you give me a figure?" So I gave them a figure, and the fi- but the figure was three hundred ninety six thousand something something something. Can't remember the last three digits. And I put a yen sign in front of it, and they went, "That's a figure." And I thought, <laughs> "I'm not sure you've spotted that I've actually put the yen <laughs> sign in." So if you convert it back, I'm thinking it's going to start at three and a half thousand dollars. Oh, I think it's going to be roughly fourteen billion three hundred and sixty-five thousand four hundred and sixty-nine Zimbabwe dollars. <laughs> How much is that in in uh, U.S. dollars, guy? 
Uh, well, since Zimbabwe dollars don't actually translate to hard currency, it changes <laughs> every day, Gaz. It changes every day. Uh, it's but uh, honestly, folks, it's it's a gorgeous machine. It's got six Thunderbolt ports, I think five USB three ports, two Ethernet ports. Um, I I seem to recall them saying that it still had FireWire, but when I looked, no, at no, the no, specs, no, that was a mistake. That was a mistake. He said six FireWire, and he, I think he meant to say in you know, a he, he said he said Thunderbolt start off with, and then he went and said FireWire, and I, I've got to say there are some famous other podcasts out there very famous and they said yeah it's got firewire and they reiterated it and they were serious because they they either misheard not followed up their facts and i need think they need a good slap around the head to be perfectly honest with you he, he initially said fire, uh, thunderbolt he then repeated it but he made the mistake of saying firewire but you you just just went straight through it you knew what he meant you know because there's no firewire on there Okay, okay. Um, well, that kind of disappoints me. I, I was kind of hoping, and I think I said Guy, this last week. Guy, I bet week. you're going to be able to get a Thunderbolt adapter that's got FireWire adapters on it. Well, you that. can, you can, and it, it does have six Thunderbolt ports, so you figure you're going to lose one or two for monitors. Come on, come on. Remember what Phil sh- said? Yeah, can't, can't innovate, innovate my ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm afraid you're going to give up on your FireWire. Well, you know what, Phil? I don't want to innovate your ass. That's what I have to say. <laughs> Uh, they also, I don't think they really talked about it in the presentation that much, but they have new airport base stations, which has a slightly different so, so, form. Oh, well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Whoa, whoa. Are we moving on from the Mac Pro now then? Oh yeah. Well, you got something else? Well, no, I, I was just, just to say how awesome this machine is. It's got no internal hot, um, uh, storage because basically they are relying. Well, no, it does have internal storage. It's got, it's got a little bit. Yeah. It's got an SSD drive built into it and it's using. Yes. Uh, it's not standard like SSD RAM. It's like no, it's some... extreme. It's extremely fast. But basically, what they're wanting you to do is to use the external storage of Thunderbolts, or um, they've got some PCI Express. Yeah, they've got well, a PCI Express flash, uh, flash base controller, haven't they? So yeah, but they they want you to use the Thunderbolt really because the, what this is is basically a brain that you want to use that the power users are going yeah, to use. You add your own peripherals. arms and legs. They want to put peripherals on. The problem is what's a little bit disappointing, Guy, and actually Tom Schmidt said this to me on in on Twitter, and I I tend to agree with him. And somebody else has said to me that, you know, uh, you know, this is a fantastic machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I've got in my mind is power users, do they really like having to plug lots of things into the back of their machine? You know the Mac, the current Mac Pro. You plug it in; it's neat. You you know you slide the cover off. You get in there. You slide the cover back on. It's neat. It's enclosed. This, if you want to make it a real power machine, it's much smaller. Agreed. So you may have it on your desk if you're a, you know a fashion uh, icon and you want fashion to forward shop. fashion. Yeah. But to have all of those cables coming out out of the back, mm, really, 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 I'm not so sure. I have a feeling that most people that are in the market for a Mac Pro aren't going to care about Probably not. Yeah. You know, oh, it has lots of cables coming off it. Okay, well, you know this one cable you, right here? This is going to a six-bay six array. Yeah, yeah. But if you are, you, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to go to Thunderbolt to make it worthwhile oh, to make it usable. Oh, yeah, very much so. so. 
when you when you do your expansion on this, you don't just buy the machine. You're going to be buying a lot of e- external hardware as well. Yeah, but you know what? If if you can afford to buy a Mac Pro, and you need a Mac Pro, you probably don't care. Probably. <laughs> and, but yeah, you know, and to take that a one step farther, there there are quite a few professionals, as I understand it, that have moved to like the 27 inch iMacs just because they say that they're fast enough for what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're all going to be drooling over this one anyway. God, who anyway, isn't? You, you, <laughs> it does look nice, I must say. Okay, so yes, they also brought out some um, Apple Express. Uh, no, Airport Extreme, wasn't it? Is yeah. it Airport Extreme? Yeah. Well, basically, the, the, the two airport base stations. You've got the... Time uh, capsule. Yeah, you got the Extreme and you have the time capsule. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I guess the, the big... there. Well, there's two things. Number one, it has a slightly different form factor. Um, it's, it looks more like a tower than kind of the, the table that it's been uh, since it came out. And the other thing is there's a new uh, wireless standard that, that's being pushed across the industry, and this isn't just Apple, called 802.11ac. But I think Apple is supposed pre- to be even farther as far as its range goes. Yeah, I think Apple are fairly close to being one of the early adopters and getting it on decent working hardware out in yes. the marketplace yes but that's, that's now do you know my disappointment with this guy no tell me i'm just a little bit disappointed that they've still only got three spare LAN ports on it you've yeah, got you're you doing, think yeah because they, they made the case so much taller yeah I, i'm sure they must be there must be room in there because i could do with six would be fantastic but i'd like at least four spare Rather than just three spare, because you've got your one port. You know, if you use, if you're not, you, you don't use these as modems. So you're going to use them as a, a router beyond the modem, unless you know you've got an unusual setup. Right. So you'll have your, you know, your one port coming in from your modem into the, you know, uh, Giganet Ethernet one port, and then you've got your LAN ports. But they've got, you've only got three spare, and that's the same on the current model. You know, to make this taller, and the way they've modelled it, and the fact that they're pushing out the Mac Pro as well. I just think it would have been nice for them to put at least one, possibly an extra three, so you got six spare, but an extra one at least, so you got four. Um, I, I did find that just ever so slightly disappointing um, that they've got exactly the same ports as the current model. Well, you know why they did that is that, you know, other than, I mean, let's face it, other than Final Cut Express, uh, possibly Aperture. Uh, motion programs like that, and the Mac Pro. Uh, Apple is is all about the consumer market now. You know they they really don't seem to spend as much time on the pro market as they did. You know, uh, ten years ago when that was kind of one of the things. That Do you know, I thought where you on. was gonna, I thought where you was going to go with that was to say, well, they're all about the Wi-Fi that's coming in it and the powerful Wi-Fi that you've got. No, 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 it's got nothing to do with that. I I just you know Apple Apple moved away from the pro market except in certain areas yeah, hang on a minute, some guy. Time i'm not i'm not pro market i'm your everyday joe i just right. have a you know a couple of a, a couple of macs and i've got an apple tv and you know i've got other devices which aren't you know i've got the, the printer here which is on ethernet there's a lot of devices these days 
which would like to be wired up to a, a personal Wi-Fi. Plus, it's a damn it's it's damn sight more secure than any wireless. Yeah, but uh, for, a hard for the consumer market, you know, they're expecting people to go. I'm a consumer to, guy. I know. I'm a, I know. I'm a consumer. But, my TV, my TV is cabled up to it as well. But you, so, but you and I are a little different. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah I guess that kind of goes without saying, doesn't it? That has been said. Uh, I, I think that the average person, three, three uh, LAN ports is probably two more than they'll probably ever use. Do you know Most what of their forward? devices are going to be... Going, going forward, I don't think it is. But I think what Apple will say is that the we've got extra fast going with the AC. We've got extra fast Wi-Fi. Right. And also with this device now, which actually... Sends a beam. What's the terminology they use? It actually beams the signal to a device if it's in your house to 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 be able to make sure that you've got real fast reception. Oh, what did they call it? I can't remember what they oh, called it. I, I can look it up real quick. Beam forming was it? Is it beam forming? There it is. Yeah, beam forming. They've got a beam forming antenna array. There you go. Um, which actually basically puts a much narrow beam of of signal out to your device wherever it's based how that works whether it actually identifies where the machine is and creates it itself or whether you have to tell it well it must do it itself because you know you know what it's like getting uh getting to an apple device and, and messing about inside it's not even impossible so i would okay. hope that it pick up the signal and then beam form or form the beam to that particular device so yeah cool you can't cool. stop the signal mel <laughs> Firefly fans will know what that means. You know, you know what you do know what's going to happen, though, don't you? What's that? People are now going to be complaining, saying, "Oh, yeah, but you know, it causes some sort of illness when you're, you know, sat. If you're sat uh, with your machine, which is in the corner, and your um, iOS, uh, your uh, Airport Extreme or Time Capsule is in the opposite corner, and it's beam forming. That's going right through you. It's too dangerous." Well, I've been using I've been using multiple wireless devices for years, at least I since two thousand nine. But just and there's the absolutely computer. nothing wrong with me. Uh, uh. I just yeah, I see where you're going with that now. <laughs> it's in point. Actually, they might be right. What they just they just something wrong with me, or that this could be harmful. <laughs> they are right. There is something Whichever. wrong with me. Whichever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the new airport base. I haven't had a chance to go over. To, I, I really want to go over to a Mac store and, and check out because I think the, the the Air, the MacBook Air, and these base stations are the only products that they've announced so far at WWDCTF that you can actually go and put your hands on. Everything else is still. Oh, we're going to release that eventually. So that's, that's right. That's right. I want to get over to the Apple Store and check that stuff out. You you got anything else, Gaz? No, I think we've um, we've pretty much covered it. I'm sure there's uh, a few bits which we've missed off, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, our, our great cool. listeners will let us know on on G plus. Everyone, please stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back. Is this something wrong with you? Yes. From the iTunes independent author Donnie Yankelo of Looking for a Dinosaur comes two new books your children will love. There's Jungle Jammin', where the animals form a band. Who will play what instrument? 
There's also Pirate Soars, where pirates and dinosaurs are combined in cool and fun ways. Both books feature full-color illustrations and rhyming sentences to keep your child thoroughly entertained. And at 99 cents, either one will break the bank. So go to iTunes and check out Pirate Soars, Jungle Jammin', and Donnie's previous children's book, Looking for a Dinosaur. The Adoptive Sons of Ugandan Headhunters. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. Or the MyMac podcast. I'm never really sure, to be honest with you. Hey, yeah, this is way. this is the third section. Guy's about to tell me, but I interrupted him. Um, Guy's about to tell me whether it's MyMac.com podcast or MyMac podcast. Uh, it's the tech fan related podcast to a website known as MyMac.com. Who, if you read on a regular basis, you'll find you're nodding your head. Hit it. Gases, tips, mostly. Gases, tips, mostly. Gases, tips. It's time for Gases tip. You know, that was completely off the cuff. <laughs> Can't we just tell? <laughs> okay, guy. Yeah. Do you color code your folder or files? Sometimes. Well, if there's anybody out there who don't, this can be an easy way to label those files for easy location at a later time. So if, you, if you're in the finder and you right-click or control-click on a file or folder, you should see in the subfolder that opens an option near the bottom called Labels. This has color coding. You just click on the color you want for that particular file or folder. Then... At a later stage, when you've got lots of color-coded files, if you're in a finder window, if you press Command and F, and then type into the finder, the, uh, the finder field that pops up, the color of the file or folder that you were looking for, the group of files or folders that you're looking for, you'll see an option for color labels. You just click on that color, and hey, voila, all of the items with that particular color code will appear in the window. You can also further... Um, uh, put an option on the save search or the search, which you can save, uh, by putting a name in there. So let's say you've got lots of files uh, or I've got lots of files under rugby and I've got them all green. But then I've got some subfiles under rugby, which may be green, but are also referee. So I've got a load of files which are basically encompassed under rugby, but then I've got the referee files. So I can actually put a few bits of text in there to further... Um, define the search but color coding is a nice easy way and there's an easy way to actually pick up the search in the finder window um, and if you want to save those searches basically it'll create a oh i've forgotten the name of it now what they call those searches they've got a little um gear icon when they put them um you can do them in itunes as well i can't remember the damn name oh. get off. uh let me just open up itunes i'm just gotta think no, 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 no. The actual search, when you create a uh, a search which is moving, i.e. whenever you create a new, if you create a new file or folder and you put a new option, you know, you you, you colour. Oh, you're talking new, about metadata? A metadata search? No, yes, because that's what it's doing. It's doing the, the metadata of the, um, of the actual um, 
it, it what it's doing is actually doing a live update on your search. They call them playlists, don't they? In, in, in smart iTunes. playlists, smart playlists is what they call them. Actually. Oh, okay. Just, and in mail, right. it's uh, uh, smart folders. That's right. So in in Finder, what it would do is it creates like a smart Finder and for that search if you want to save it. But yeah, color coding is an easy way. The options are there. Um, go try it out in Finder. Knock Not yourself me. out. I've just nodded my head. And oh, that's the that's end of oh sorry. Tips. I, I actually had to get back to sound words. That's the end of gases and tips. Is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Yes. 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 I uh, was was listening to uh, what it was you were saying, and I was I was kind of playing along. And because uh, I don't typically use color uh, on my on my folders, no. Nope. So it's been a long time since I'd done it, and I just did it, and it was like I was kind of disappointed in a way because the folder itself didn't change colors just the the little arrow that you can click uh, on no 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 but if you go in there no that's that's what happens initially but if you go back it will then be colored oh really okay well yes, i'm gonna yes. do that right now because yes, i was i yes. was kind of like oh yeah no no it does color the, the it changes the whole ah, line. okay so, well it changes the line but it doesn't actually change the color of the well folder. no no but it, it highlights the line in the color the, yes. you know, the line of the folder or the file is uh, in that color so which okay. i think is easy yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not as disappointed as i thought i was going to be i feel better <laughs> good and good that's the part that matters <laughs> so yeah now you feel better do you I have do. a pick i do have a pick and um this is this is kind of a, a, a weird one. <laughs> yeah, well, shocker. There's a program called... Gaz um, Guy in Weird One, shocker. <laughs> There's a program by a company called Aquafatis. Uh, it's a French company called Motion Composer. And it, do, do they do a, an application called Pulp? Yes, they do. Pulp yes, they do. Aquafatis, they do some uh, some other really great software but this in particular what this does is allows you to make uh web ready animations that you can use for ads or if you want a cool banner on top of your website or or what have you and it'll do it either or both in html5 or flash and it'll give you all the wrappers that you need and you know basically anything you need to to uh, put an animated box of whatever content you want uh, on the web. And it's not cheap. It's $149. But if you need to create or easily create HTML5 and Flash content for the web, I don't know of another program that does it better than Aquafatis' Motion Composer. And the only thing I wish they would add to it was the ability to output it as like an MPEG-4 file or, or .mov file, because uh, I can see some some potential there to to do some just regular animation and, and really have some fun with it. Cool. Yep. Motion like Composer it. by Aquafatis, $149. Find it at aquafatis.com. Aquafatis.com. Um, okay, I've got an app, uh, sorry, pick, which is uh, an iOS app. It's a universal uh, free application. There are some ads, I think, which pop up, but they're unobtrusive. And the, the fun of this game is uh, far outweighs any of the ads that you might see. And in fact, I don't see them. And you'll find out why in a minute. 
It's called Icon Pop Quiz, and it's all one word. Icon, no space, pop, no space, quiz. And it's a cracking little game, which I play, but not because I have it on my phone, but because my daughter does. And there are times during the course of the, or there have been times the course of the last six months when she suddenly shoved her phone in my face and said, Dad, what's that? (laughs) And basically, icon pop quiz, it does exactly what it says on the tin. You get an icon, and although it says pop quiz, you think it's all going to be music tunes, it's not. It can be anything. The The icon that you see can be, reflect anything so it's almost it's just a puzzle really and you get points and and stuff to for doing the game and and she's often playing this game but she often asks me or her mum she's stuck on something and she'll right. throw it and actually we then get into it we'll then say right what's the next one okay yeah that's um that's uh, yeah okay got that right and then we'll go on to the next one so it does draw you in this game but it's 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 free so what's not to like and um, I think you'll enjoy it, actually. Icon pop quiz, all one word. Well, it's not really a word, is it? But there you go. Yeah, I noticed that you must have selected the remove apps in-app purchase or remove ads at remove apps. Yeah, I want the remove app option, the in-app purchase for remove app. You hit the button, app disappears, and you never see it again. Eh, that only costs $1.99. Uh, you obviously chose the uh, remove ads option. Well, as I say, I well, actually, actually, I don't. See, well, possibly she may well have done, but I, I, I don't see the ads because I haven't got the app on my phone. My daughter uses it, and it's, she's oh, the one that sees them. You see, okay, that's right. That's where I was going with that. Sorry, I wasn't clear. Yeah, I was talking to you. I forgot. I need to be clearer. You do. You do. <laughs> now, people's pick. This is one that actually was semi sort of sent in. Now, Elisa, don't panic. Don't panic. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, Just this is this is from Elisa. No, it, oh sorry. I'll wait. I'll shut up. I'll let you finish. <laughs> Will you let me finish? <laughs> Elisa, don't panic. We haven't forgotten you. Although, actually, her pick is very apt to what's going on with the NSA or NIS or FBI or CIFNR at the moment. Yeah. Um, but we're going we're gonna to pick that another week. What I'm going to use is uh, a pick which actually kind of came from uh, James Turner at woodpad.uk who was raving about this USB 3.0 Maxim dual dock docking cloning station for two and a half and three and a half inch SATA drives. Basically, it's one of these little toasters and it's a dual one. It's got two in it. So you can obviously you've got, I don't know about you guys, but I've got lots of bare hard drives. Oh, yeah. And I kind of think, what am I going to do with this now? And I've got a single toaster, what I call a toaster, where you put the hard drive and you clip it in, and then obviously you can then connect it to your your machine, and you can use it for backup, or you can obviously um, use it to 
to keep certain files on and then just access them uh, at a later stage. But um, these are useful. This particular device is £30 in the UK. I'm not quite sure that it's available in the US, but it is a, it's called a standalone cloning, and the model number is CE606CU3. Well, of course. The, li- the, link, the link will be in the show notes for the Amazon store in the UK, and hopefully you'll be able to find that uh, elsewhere around the world as well. But it's um, one of these what we call toaster, hard drive toasters. And as I said, Elisa, don't panic. Maxim Toaster. <laughs> I don't see it. Oh, oh no, it's coming up with actual toasters. <laughs> what is up with that? <laughs> call it a Maxim Docking Cloning Station. Don't call it a ah. Maxim Toaster. <laughs> okay. Docking. But, it like, but, but if you look at it, it looks exactly like a toaster. But I like the. I like toast, though. Is that not what we're talking about? <laughs> no. Actually, I, I don't see it, though. There's there's a couple other ones that I'm seeing here, but I'm oh, not yeah, going to mention that, them. Well, well, really, this is a bit of a generic pick as well. Um, if you've got spare hard drives, especially if you, you, know, you take an old hard drive out of one of your machines, or you know, a hard, bare hard drives can be a lot cheaper as well. Um, because oh, much cheaper. So, you know, and... Uh, yeah, as long as you spin them up occasionally, then uh, <laughs> they'll be, be good to go. Anyway, sorry, yeah. that's the people's pick. Um, Elisa, Elisa, we haven't forgotten you, don't worry. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've been getting those. Remember I was telling you a couple of weeks ago, I was getting those iTunes errors every time I was, I was looking for uh, new reviews. Yes. That's kind of starting to happen again. Oh, yes. And um, comment cast is not showing anything new. Okay. And I'm going to try it because the last time we did this, I tried it and it just freaking worked. Make me look <laughs> like an idiot. And yes, it just now worked. <laughs> God, that- oh, guy, you just got to ask me. I, it's, it's my aura. It comes down the line, down the cable across the ocean to you and fixes it for you. Well, we actually do have, we have a new review. Woo, 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 woo. And I'm looking Go at it, well, it. And this is in the U.S. because I, I can't check um, my other, you know, what, whatever the other um, countries are in the world because <laughs> comment cast up until now was not working. So I'm going to real quickly fire up comment cast and let's Don't see if it there. comes up there too. Don't worry, there aren't any. Well, because the last one in Comicast is the one that came from Bart. Yes. Uh, but this one here is from is from the U.S. It's from Yee Baby underscore number five from June 13th. And he writes, I have listened to it, and it was very interesting. Hmm. What? Well, he wasn't listening to us then, was he? Yeah, I think it was uh, probably another show. But Yee Baby underscore five. If you would like this amazing thing, uh, yep, Cast is working now, too. Uh, uh, uh. You can, uh, you can got, get... You've got, you've got a soundboard <laughs> up for that. You've got a soundboard which you should be using. Oh, that's right. That's right. I do. And I was not ready for it. It's just it's, sometimes it is so frustrating. Here it is. <laughs> anyway... I feel better now. My head is clear. 
as clear as it ever is. Uh, ye baby underscore five. If you would please send me an email to guy at mymac.com and I will send you something really amazing that we like to call a wootie W O O T I E. And if you don't know what it is, you'll don't find worry. out, you'll find out, you'll but you have out. to send me an email and you can also contact me on the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash Mac parrot. <laughs> that, was, that was a mean parrot. Um, guess how can people get a hold of you? Easy, easy. Tell me. Lemon squeezy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> talk, about right. being a four, talk about being a four-year-old again. Uh, gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z. Z. At M-Y-M-A-C dot C-O-M. All on the mm-hmm. Twitters. Twitter.com forward slash gazmas. G-A-Z-M-A-Z. That's not <laughs> You can also contact us at twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz g u y a and d g a z or feedback at mymac.com. And I'm not going to dwell on that because no, because week. yeah, and that was funny. Uh, we also have a Skype number that uh, somebody called last week to order a pizza, and, it, and, and also it wasn't the person that you said it was. I know, I know, I saw that, I saw that it was not because I thought that that was um, Gary Apter, yeah, Gary Apter, but it wasn't. So whoever it was that ordered a pizza. Sorry, Sorry I, I gave, yeah, I gave your pizza to Gary after. I apologize. <laughs> he didn't tip well either, so don't worry about it. He's not uh, getting another one. No, he's not. That number is, if you're outside of the U.S., please put in a plus one, but it's area code 703-436-9501. That number again, please. 703-436-9501. And I forgot to mention, you can find us on Facebook, but uh, don't bother because we hardly ever do anything with it. You can oh, find I keep, us. I keep an eye on it. I keep an yeah, eye on it. Uh, yeah, Just but, in case. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, people, I'm there's so lots of people on Facebook, Guy. Don't dis, don't dis, you know, just don't despair. completely. No, I'm despair. I, I'm in despair over Facebook. <laughs> Most of our craziness you can find over on Google Plus at the MyMac Podcast community page. And Gaz, we are up to on 102 members over there. <laughs> and over the last couple of weeks, uh, I think we were at like 95, 96. It shot right up to over 100. And thank you all so very much for that. Please don't forget to check out Google Plus for... Uh, general insanity that, that you may see. And it won't always be from us. It'll be from some of our equally crazy listeners. They're crazy. They must be. Listen to this. Yeah, they pretty much must be. And, and before we go, I'd like to say thank you to each and every one of you who have downloaded the My Mac podcast because we really, really do appreciate it. And, and, and Gaz, I think you have something to say here. I think this is the best show I've ever done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I'm good enough. Ooh, well, you and are. And smart enough. Yeah, again, that's you. And doggone it, people like Guy. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Kengo Mankasi Soko Biner Sampian Kudu Nagai. Oh, wow. Nagakini. Ah, damn it. You put it in there. I know, I did. And I volunteered to say it too. Bilai Sanpon. Dinpon wit witty. 
Witwiti. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, the Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the TeacherCast Podcast, the Apple Junkies Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. Well, let's let's do a run through and see how it does. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. See how it goes. <clears throat> so you ready? Yep. The My Mac Podcast with the G Men. So who's on first, guy? What? Who's on first? Uh, I don't know. He's on third. Wait, who, who's on third? I've told you who's on third. Who? I wanted to know who's on first. First. Uh, I don't know. He's on third. Who's on first? That's what I want to know. Jeez, uh, Gaz, let's just start the show, shall we? Good idea. Who's on first? Not again! The MyMac Podcast. If you're not confused before you started listening, you will be after. <laughs> That'll work. I think that's good. Okay, we are recording. Huh? We're recording. I'm just trying to work out why a particular application is open. What? Oh, are well, you still there? I thought I'd lost you. No, I'm still here. Good. I thought you'd lost me. <laughs> that was me, I've by got, the way. I've got one sound called bonks and conks. I should and send I have- you I should send you this particular soundboard. This has got a lot of good stuff in it, including and my new car. This is a day. <laughs> Kabong. Isn't that fantastic? The Jetsons doorbell. Awesome. Uh, stretch. Better and better and better. Gunshot. <laughs> this is going to be great. Mom's reaction. So we're really, really <laughs> excited about this. Falling. So what are we going to do? Evil laughter. <laughs> and I think I might use them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you see, this is why I, I don't have to do limericks anymore. Because there's always some point... It, <laughs> When you and I are recording together, that there's something cool. that there's something really funny happening. This is unlike like anything in the marketplace. Steve Jobs on acid. Yeah, I'm running out of reactions. Really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was going again. You want me to start? Palonka. Oh, where where am I? Who is that? I don't Who? know, but he's in your place. Not, Not for long. long. But I'm here now. Where have you been? Where, where haven't I been? I been? <laughs> 
I have a cunning plan. Oh, he never has a cunning plan. <laughs> here's, his, here's his cunning plan. It'll get him so you have to kill yourself to sell a story around here. <laughs> There's something afoot. You realize this means war. Because that is a bourgeois act of repression, sir. No, no! And you mustn't do that to me, sir. Yes, sir, right away, sir. I'm an enemy and not so stupid. No, sir. Genius. That's what it is. Sheer genius. I have a cunning plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, grab these computers. They're so naughty and so complex. <sighs> Devilishly clever. 